Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan and I'm coming to you live from the Dance Life Teacher Conference in Atlantic City. Joining me is one of the esteemed faculty for the Dance Life Teacher Conference, Terry Mangirati. I've been such a big fan of yours, Terry, since I started coming to the Dance Life Teacher Conference several years ago. Everything that you speak from stage resonates with me as a dance studio owner. How many years have you been lucky enough to be sharing your knowledge with all of the people here. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you, Stacey. I appreciate it. Um, So we're going into our 25th season as a studio. So I've been doing the studio owner thing for 25 years. Um, Let's see, this is probably my sixth year speaking for Ree at his different conferences at the Retreat Center and Dance Life. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a blast. I love I love being able to help other studio owners kind of really look at their business from an outside perspective. So it's been great. That's awesome. You get to talk on a range of topics. What have you been specifically concentrating on for this conference? For this conference, we've done, um, I did a little bit about delegation management. I like to talk to people about that, helping them step back from their business a little bit and um, spread out some of their responsibilities so they can have more of a personal balance. So uh, that's one of my favorite things to talk about. I love that, as you just said, that every studio owner listening to this podcast just turned it up in the car. Like, <laughs> studio balance, having a life. Mm, tell me more. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the challenge always with these with this life, we're so busy. Um, it's You're just wearing so many different hats. And for most of us, we're primarily females and a lot of us have families or we're working towards having families and, and growing our own children. So it's a it's a special challenge for us. And we're, we're, when our studio needs us is exactly the same time that our own children need us. Mm-hmm. So that is where the challenge comes. It's not a nine to five job. It's like a nine to nine o'clock job. And our, our own kids need us at that time. So uh, for myself, I always wanted to try and find a way to keep my studio, but be there for my kids. And, um, and there's just a multitude of things that have to go into place to be able to make that happen. So I'd like to kind of share that with people so that we can keep our good teachers and our good studio owners working and happy. I love that. Hmm. Working and happy. It is, it is an interesting balance, isn't it? Between making sure that your children have the most of you and the best of you, but then also making sure that your business keeps ticking over because there's so much responsibility with hiring staff and, you know, ensuring that they have employment, ensuring that the people that your customers that are coming to you have the classes that they want when they want and uh, performances and everything else that goes Mm -hmm. along with it. It's a big juggle. It is. And you have to just kind of decide where your priority is going to lie. If your priority really is going to be family balance and carving out that time for yourself, everything kind of has to revolve around that. How you set your schedule, how you set your weekend schedule, how many traveling weekends are we going to have? How many competition weekends are we really going to have? How am I going to staff up so I don't necessarily need to be there? You know, because we can set our whole year schedule. But then your children's schedule is still going to come in and all of a sudden their big show is going to be the same day as your big show yeah. or their big tournament for whatever sport they play is going to come at the same time you're supposed to be at a competition. So it's um, it's great to be able to have some kind of a backup plan ready in case those things do happen because you don't want to miss your own children's big events. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What other topics have you been talking about whilst you've been here at the Dance Life Teacher Conference? Well, we've been talking a little bit about delegating to your to your staff and what to expect from that. We've been talking a lot about leadership and what makes a great leader. Uh, one of the things that's on that leadership list of qualities is um, 
patience, accountability, and the ability to really teach the people that you're leading. So for me, I, I'm not in the classroom that much anymore. I only teach a couple classes a week. And my classroom has really turned into my staff. So now I really feel like I'm in charge of teaching my staff mm-hmm. to be better teachers, better administrators, better communicators. And I, I, I really take that role seriously. Um, and something that I've been talking about a lot this, this week is the 80-20 rule that I kind of use with my team when I'm delegating out a project. I hear a lot from studio owners that they'd love to be able to delegate, but nobody does it as good as they do. Mm-hmm. They do. And they don't trust anyone to they take on. They don't trust anybody yep. to take it over. And even when they do, they do it. It's not good enough. And then they have to redo it again. So it's just easier to do it myself. Uh-huh. That's the typical thing that yeah. I hear from people. And I get that. And some, sometimes that is the case. But if you really want to step back and delegate, then it is your job to teach the people that are working for you how to do what you need them to do. Mm-hmm. And um, years and years ago, I was at a conference, one of Ree's conferences, and I remember somebody saying that the most you can expect from somebody who works for you that does not own the business is 80%. And that always stuck with me because I think when we delegate something out, we ask somebody to create a flyer or even a piece of choreography or the programs for the show. And we expect that to come back to us and have, have it be 100% the way that we would do it. And it's, that's an unrealistic expectation. Absolutely. It just is. It's not their business. This is your business. You can do the 100%, but they really can't do that. Most we can ask for them is probably about 80%. Don't tell them that, but just know that when it's coming back to you, that you will probably have to do some tweaking, some adjusting, some fixing, some helping. But if you do delegate it out first, it should come back to you 80%-ish good and then you can tweak that last 20%. And it's worth it to do that because in the end, you're dealing with the 20% of that task and not the 100% of that task. Um, and I, I think as soon as we're okay with that, everything changes. Yes. Yeah. And the tweaking is important as well. You've been talking about the communication with your staff as to how you do tweak that last 20%. It's not coming in and saying, well, that's all wrong. I've got to, you know, now I've got to go and fix it. But right. instead, um, you had some beautiful language about that. Do you want to share that with our listeners? Yeah, I mean, typically, the, that's the communication part of being a good leader and the teaching part, too. Because, I, you know, when somebody turns something in, we'll use a flyer, for example. I want them to make a flyer for our summer sample or vacation days or something. It comes back to me. Rather than just take it, fix it, send it out. And so that that staff person now just sees the changes and kind of feels a little defeated. Um, I'll I'll probably look at it with her and just say, ooh, you know, I'll tell all the things that are great. This looks great. This is perfect. This is wonderful. Love that. This is great. Could we just switch the graphic up to this? Like, let's just move the graphic one little part. Let me just put a tiny little tweak on it, and then we'll tweak it. If the if it's possible, I'll even have them do the actual tweaking. If I can communicate to them. Um, you know, the, the bottom paragraph, if you could just flip it with the first paragraph, cause I feel like it would communicate better to the parents rather than do that myself. I might just ask them to do that. Could you just switch that for me? And then it's perfect. Send it out that way. They're now learning instead of just being, it's being fixed behind the scenes and they may not even notice the change or they may just feel um, defeated yes. by the, by the, by the change that happened. Um, but if we can teach them what you're seeing that is that little 20% tweak, they'll be more likely to 
look at it differently the next time they do it. They may look at that flyer and the graphics a little differently, and they'll know, well, she typically doesn't like that kind of graphic at the top of the thing, so let's move that around before I even send it to her to, to um, approve. So there's there's a beauty in that, but I think we treat it just like we treat teaching a class. You wouldn't, you wouldn't look at a child and say, that's all wrong. You would say, ooh, let me fix that a little bit. Let's just tweak that foot a tiny bit and turn that ankle in, you know, so... I think we teach we teach the same way with our staff, and um, and then they learn and they can do it better the next time. That's so true. So tell me, the Dance Life Teacher Conference for people who haven't been before, why is it such a unique experience? Oh, I love this conference. There's so many different choices of conferences for you to take your team, your staff, or yourself to. This one is just special. It's a different a different kind of vibe here. I myself brought my entire staff to this conference. So there's 13 of my team here with me. Um, none of them have been here before. Um, there's, there's so many different tracks for everybody to, to choose what to do. There's such a wealth of opportunity. So for, for this season, there is um, a studio owner track, an office manager track, and three different dance tracks. So somebody's always going to find something that really resonates with them that they're going to want to go to. Um, but we have a different vibe here when you walk in the door. It's it's loving, nurturing. There's just not a feeling of competitiveness around the teachers and the studio owners here. We we really believe, and you can sense it in the whole community, that we are really trying hard to lift everybody up. We're lifting each other up, and that is kind of the thread that goes through the whole entire event. Um, something else that I love about this conference, and we had a, we had an event last night. The gala was last night, and um, we always recognize as a, a lifetime achievement person. There's some performances. We had a birthday party for Georgia Dean Young, who turned 100 years old. We finished up the night with a, a panel of big guns, we call them, um, our veteran teachers, where we talk we talk personally to them and, and re-interviews them with different personal questions. And I left there and talked to my team about how this conference really does honor the generation that came before us yes and i absolutely. think that is so unique it is really unique um we bring in our young cool hip teachers too and there's all of that going on but we don't do that without um recognizing where they've came from yeah and i i love that about this i think that thread runs through the whole event when we have some really veteran master teachers teaching in some of these rooms um, it just kind of it gives everybody like a solid base to go from where everybody remembers where they came from and the reverence and the respect that goes with this with this um, with this career. It, I love that about our conference. So, yeah, it's a great it's a great event. If you haven't taken your team yet, look at it for next year because it's going to be it's going to be another great one next year. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for taking the time. I know your schedule is completely chock-a-block um, <laughs> for the whole conference, and that's because yes. you have su- such a wealth of knowledge to share with everyone. Thank you for taking the time Thank to talk so to much, us. Thank you so much, Steve. I'd love to get you back on the podcast at some stage to you know deep dive into some of these topics, but maybe we can think about that for a, yeah, for a little while it. after the conference, after we've all... Yeah, we'll rest. We'll rest. Nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen to us on Spotify. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com. Or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 